Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 164, and I am totally pumped today to be talking about how to create and improve your pay-per-click campaigns to perform better, and I'm going to be revealing my new secret weapon. That's right. And I have a special guest that I'm inviting back on the show, actually the third time. He's a three-peat uh, guest, and his name is Ty Roney. And that's two different words, by the way. Some people call him Tyrone. It's Ty, T-Y, Roney. And uh, he's a great guy, a personal friend of mine now, through the podcast, that is. I had him on episode 33 and on 111, and we talked about his business and how he built it from scratch, and then also about the agency that he has built as well, and also about how you can buy and sell these Amazon businesses. Well, today, he's going to be talking about Amazon pay-per-click. He has... Uh, right now, an agency, like I said, that actually does that as part of their uh, as part of their management. But he has a lot of know how on this topic, and I've got something really special that I want to announce as well. I also wanted to remind you that now we have transcripts that are available for all episodes. So if you want to download this transcript of everything that we cover, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash one six four. The other thing I'm going to have there is a little cheat sheet from today on what we talk about because we talk about pay-per-click strategies and how you can break these down and implement these in your own business. So you'll probably want to download that as well. And that's episode again, 164. All the show notes will be there, the transcripts and this little cheat sheet. All right. So the episode is theamazingseller.com forward slash 164. Four. All right, I'm going to stop talking here so we can dive right into this content because we get into it. We go back and forth with a lot of different things around this topic, which is a really hot topic, but we also get into actionable things that you can do in your business. So with that all being said, let's go ahead and dig into a little Amazon pay-per-click. What do you say? Let's do it. Well, hey, Ty, what is up? Thank you so much for hanging out. And again, this is another, uh, well, let's see here. You've been on, uh, this is your third time being on the uh, the TAS podcast. What's up, man? Yeah, all my dreams are coming true. <laughs> I love being on here with you, dude. So this is super fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, episode 33, episode 111. And uh, and now you are on uh, this episode. I told you that before we get on here, and now I already forgot. It's uh, 163, I believe. Is that what I told you? 163? Uh, no, it's not. It's actually, uh, like, yeah, 164. <laughs> 164. I can't even remember what episode we're on. Yeah, today is 164. So, hey, I wanted to uh, welcome you uh, back on. We have something different to talk about, and I love talking to you because for those of you that don't know, you know, Ty has been building his own businesses, okay, over the years, wholesale and now private labeling, and has also created an agency that helps Amazon businesses uh, get started. A lot of them are brick and mortar though, right? I mean, that start kind of like in the brick and mortar and they aren't online yet. You're bringing them on. I mean, I know now it's kind of getting more, you know, a little bit more mainstream, but isn't that kind of how you started with that service business? Yeah, actually, we ended up in the, when the service business uh, dealing directly with brands. So uh, these are these are manufacturers of their own product. They're they're guys that are just trying. To, they've traditionally been getting into brick and mortar stores. Uh, some of them even into kind of the mass retail, or they have their own website, uh, but they just had no clue about Amazon. So we help them 
get all their stuff launched there and open up an entirely new sales channel for them. Yeah, that is, it's awesome. And I, what I love about uh, me being able to talk to you about this stuff is because you kind of see a lot of different markets, uh, which makes it really fun. And not that you're like disclosing anything, but you just kind of, you, you kind of get to see, you know, the different markets and how they react and all of that stuff. And just, you know, like how other people are running their businesses and stuff. So today we're going to be talking all about pay-per-click, about Amazon pay-per-click. And I want to let people in on a little bit of the story behind this and kind of how this all happened. Uh, but you and I have been talking since we've met, you know, back on episode 33 and we've become friends now and, you know, we've talked, you know, off air quite a bit and we've, uh, we've actually on one, one eleven episode one eleven, we talked all about jungle flippers and that was an idea that you came to me with about, you know, buying and selling Amazon businesses, which is now starting to actually happen. Right. I mean, so Maybe get, give people just a little bit of a quick heads up on that real quick before we dive into this Amazon pay-per-click thing. Sure, yeah. So thank you all for your patience. Uh, any that signed up for the newsletter, we we had a lot of interest, a lot of interesting things happen. And, and uh, yeah, we, we ended up teaming up with with another brokerage to help us manage transactions and to, and to really kind of be able to utilize, you know, two big buyer lists uh, so that you can get more exposure if you're selling your business. Um, so now we've actually, we have two, we have two uh, businesses that are posted uh, live. And so um, if you have any more questions on that, you can just shoot me an email, tight Jungle Flippers, uh, or, you know, we can uh, just sign up for our newsletter even better on jungleflippers.com. And, uh, but it's, it's going great. You know, there's a lot of, there's, there's investor groups, there's VC groups that have approached me that are interested in solely, you know, uh, buying Amazon businesses. And we've had dozens of, of potential sellers, uh, you know, fill out the submission form and we've kind of helped a lot of them get ready. And then, you know, for some people said, ah, you know what, I think you want to get some more traction um, and get some more profitability under your belt. But uh, yeah, it's been really great, uh, really fun to to talk to a lot of people and there's a lot of interest. So yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's really good. And I've, I've had a lot of people ask me about it as well. And that's why I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really excited to be a part of this as well and kind of seeing it where it started and kind of where it's going. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's really, it's fun. And it's something that, uh, you know, I may even be considering in the future, uh, as far as selling or even buying. Uh, so it's really, really cool. All right. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today, I'm going to tell you that little story that I said, I was just going to tell you that I kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent there, which I always do. Uh, but I wanted to tell you guys that, you know, Ty and I were talking and I'm like, you know what is a big struggle for people is Amazon pay-per-click. And it's not just struggle for other people. It's also a struggle for me as far as management goes, right? Like I know how to do it. I know what I want to happen, but I almost need to hire a VA to kind of go in there once you start building out more than just two or three campaigns because you need to start babysitting these campaigns in a sense. And you need to start, you know, trimming, uh, you know, trimming the fat, if you will, you know, on these campaigns so they can perform better. And you can spend a lot of time on these. And I mean, Ty, I mean, you know, I mean, when you're in doing this stuff, I mean, even in this business, I mean, in the beginning, you're you're finding a product, you're launching, you're doing all that stuff. But then once you get it up and running, it's really about promoting that product and really using pay-per-click. And that can take a lot of time. So with that being said, I said to Ty, I go, your agency already runs pay-per-click for these other businesses. Why can't we create some type of service for people that want it, like myself, which I already raised my hand. I'm like, I'm your first customer. And, uh, and how could we, how could we make this happen? And, um, and that's just what we've, we've done here. And it's been over almost, almost eight weeks now, I think, Ty, since we've been running my campaigns, yeah. right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So maybe you can speak a little bit to that and then we're going to give people some tips and tricks as far as what they can do and kind of like what you're doing to uh, to really get these campaigns to perform, but then also to keep expanding on these on a regular basis. So maybe just talk about kind of like, you know, what, you know, the 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 different elements to it that go into all of this, but then we can kind of break it down for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll give just a brief recap of, of, you know, our work with you. It's been really fun. You know, uh, uh, Scott, for the obviously none of you know, but Scott had tons of campaigns and he'd, he'd been doing all sorts of stuff uh, and, and uh, been doing well. Uh, but what, what was interesting is, you know, Scott came to me and said, look, I'm too busy. You know, I've, I've got so much stuff going on. I, I want to make sure I've got a, I've got a really good eye on, on the pay-per-click. And so, uh, you know, what we did is we just kind of discussed what his goals were, you know, what he wanted to, uh, to kind of achieve with the pay-per-click and, uh, and basically wanted us to kind of dive deeper and get it, get in on more, uh, of kind of a granular level. Um, so, you know, getting started, uh, you know, we did a few things. Um, we, 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 Scott originally had kind of set, you could kind of set like a, just an overall budget for all of your campaigns. Yeah. Um, and I, I and I, and the first thing I did, I said, well, okay, let me let me turn off this that it's I forget what's it, what it's what it's called it's like just like an override feature right where you're like look between all my campaigns I don't want to spend more than a than 100 bucks a, a day or yeah, something Yeah and right? I think that's I think that's exactly what I had it set to I think I had it set for like 100 bucks a day and that was for my entire account and I always tell people in the beginning too if you guys are brand new listening to that in the beginning it's smart to do that because that way you can't ever spend more than that um and then but it also does limit uh, how much certain campaigns, if like if one campaign runs out, then it kind of closes all the other ones down because you've already su- exceeded your budget. But in your case, you wanted that room to keep expanding because I did have a lot of different campaigns running. I mean, I think I had over 25 or 30 campaigns running, which to some people, that's not even a lot. I know some people right now that have even more than that, but that's what I had. And, um, you know, and they were kind of all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So w- what we did is we said, okay, well, let's turn off that override feature and and look at each campaign on an individual level, you know, and manage the budget there. Uh, and so that way, you know, we could increase the budgets for campaigns that that had more room to grow, you know, and then and then decrease the budget or just leave the budget the same and and you know on a lot of the other campaigns. So, you know, our our whole goal was to was to kind of lower your your a cost right and and decrease the decrease your spend if we could and and increase your your sales. Um, and 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 really the overall goal though was to was to really you know keep driving sales. I mean, you, you launched a new product as well that uh, that we started running new some new campaigns for. Um, and so over the course of like four weeks, you know, we, we saw it was really cool. You know, the, the first two, the first week or two, you know, uh, Scott, Scott, you know, had to kind of email me a couple of times and said, hey, I noticed that uh, we're spending a lot of money here, you know, and, uh, <laughs> and, th- and that happens, right? Yeah. When you're starting yeah. off, you know, we, we, I just said, yeah, you know, like, give me a couple of weeks. Let's look at some more data. And, uh, and then lo and behold, you know, in, in, into weeks three through, I'd say three through six, uh, we saw some really great movement where, you know, by the end of week six, I think we had we had we had not only uh, spent we had spent less overall, like less money, but, you know, made more in sales. So I uh, started driving down your your a cost percentage uh, while maintaining your, your sales. And then an interesting thing was uh, and, and this is a testament to, to how important it is to always kind of manage the, the account. But, you know, just what was it a week or two ago, Scott, where all of a sudden. 
uh, some things happen to your listing or, you know, a, a bad reviewer. Um, and, and, you know, the, the whole, the, the holiday season's over and the new year stuff's over and, and, uh, the ACOS all of a sudden just shot up. Um, and, and that I think was a lot of seasonality and just random things happening. So then we had to take a look and say, okay, now what's happening now? We need to adjust some things because we had all the bids set and we were just slightly tweaking things. Uh, but then, you know, just because of seasonality and because of, you know, uh, people leaving bad reviews or whatever, um, that, uh, you know, and I think that was a hijacker even somebody. Yeah. That yeah. I, I actually, I want to jump in there real quick cause it wasn't bad reviewers. It was one bad review and one bad review was put in by a competitor. And then that competitor had other people vote that, that, uh, review up. Um, and because of that, my sales plummeted. So anyone that says, well, you know, one bad review can't hurt you. It can if it's voted up to the top. And the very first thing that you see there is that. I want to share another little story. Just happened this morning, Ty. I know this is a little off topic, but I think it's worth talking about. And I, I haven't even told you about this. But my wife was looking at, um, she was looking at a supplement that she takes. Okay, it's a, it's an organic type, um, you know, just a daily type of uh, supplement. And, uh, and she was looking at it and she was getting ready to reorder. And then she seen that it had, uh, as she was scrolling down, she seen the very first review was like a, uh, I think it was like a three or a four star review. So it wasn't a, a, a really bad, bad review. But what it said was, I really like this product. But the one thing that my doctor said that it should have that it didn't is this. And this other product I found has it. Right. So they put a link, a hard link into that other product, which was theirs, by the way, and they had yeah, over gosh, 800 yeah. votes up, 800 votes up. So my, my wife was telling me about this and I go, wait a minute here. You don't even realize this, but that's a hijacker that's going in there. That's hijacking the review, not just the listing. And what they're doing is now they're getting and this particular supplement had like 3000 reviews on it. So they knew, and I think it was selling, well, I mean, in health and personal care or something, I think it was selling like, I don't know, BSR was like 50, you know, so it was, it's cranking, right? So they piggybacked on that traffic and the very first review you're going to see is theirs because they had that review written in a way that would have a link driving people to their page and then they voted the thing up by another underground type black hat group because that's, those are out there. So that's yeah. another reason why I don't like supplements. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Number two, but it also showed me that even on one of my own listings, it, it kind of happened on a lower volume. Like it wasn't hard for me to get upvotes on my other ones because naturally they were going to go up and they only, I think they only upvoted it like four or five on that one review, but that was enough to bring it up until I had other reviews come in that were voted up on top of that. So, um, yeah, but that, that's just to kind of go to that point. So we were, we were cruising right along, right, Ty? I mean, sales were going good on that first product. I mean, I was on that first, on that, on that new product. I mean, I think we were doing like 30, 40 a day. And then all of a sudden we went down to like 10 a day. And I get, you know, again, you know, some people are like, well, 10 a day, that's good. Yeah. But I had to even lower my price to get it there. And I wanted to get the sales volume back. And I couldn't understand why until I seen that. I'm mean, like, that has to be it. Um, but anyway, that also affects the pay-per-click because you drive people to that listing. That's one thing, but then not getting them to con convert to a sale because they see that bad review, then they jump off. Now that hurts you as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, we, we had to kind of just take a look and, and trim things back a little bit for, for, you know, this last week just to say, okay, you know, let's not let the, bu the budget max out and, 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 you know, your ACOS shoot way up because of this little thing, you know? And so there's just a lot of, a lot of, um, and especially, you know, like, so I, I, I sell, I sell in the toy and games category and, 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 you know, so for Christmas, I mean, you really drive up your, your bids and your budgets and it's a great time to take advantage of pay-per-click because, 
there's just so much volume, right? There's so much traffic. Uh, but then come January, it, it's a lot harder to sell that toy again, you know, uh, just because the uh, Christmas season is done. You know, the parents just bought the kids a toy and, and they're having a hard time. You know, January is not the best month, right? So it, you want to make sure that you're, you're updating and tweaking those campaigns accordingly. Uh, otherwise, you know, you, you'll end up noticing that, wow, you know, whereas I, my, my ACOS percentage may have been 15% or 20% earlier. Now all of a sudden it's up to 60 because I wasn't paying attention. So it's a good thing to always just kind of keep an eye on it. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I I remember the conversation that you and I had when we were thinking about this because I'm like, well, you've got this organization or this, you know, this this agency that already has team members in place that you've already trained to do certain aspects of the business, whether it's images, whether it's listing optimization, uh, whether it's, you know, creating the seller's account, whatever, right? You've got all these things in place. And I'm like, you know, if we can do this to where you know, someone could just go in and have you run the Amazon pay-per-click or, or even just get it started and get it running and then they can take it over. That's a huge thing that I think is missing. And again, I wanted this created for myself before I would even think about letting anyone else, you know, say, hey, go contact Ty. Um, but again, this is a, a service type you know, thing here. So it does take time and there's only so many people that you're, you're going to be able to do, which we'll tell people about in a little while. But just to let people know, like, I seen that I wanted this, so I went ahead and had, you know, Ty, you know, kind of work with me through this, and we kind of worked together, and that's where you said, Ty, you're like, you you know, do you really think that there's a need for this? And I said, absolutely, and when I started telling people a little bit, you know, uh, behind the scenes, they were all like, that's a 100%, you know, something that people need and that I would, you know, raise my hand for. So I want to really, really right now break down what it is that you would be doing or someone could be doing on a regular basis to set up you know, their campaigns, their first initial campaigns, how many of them do you think that they should set up? And then from there, moving forward, what are they going to do week by week for the first three or four weeks to get up to that point? So let's kind of break that down because that's what I kind of had you do too, right? I had you take over my account in a sense and or my, my Amazon pay-per-click, but then I also said I want you to create new campaigns that are fresh to you and I want you to, to mess around with those as if they were you know brand new as they were. And let's see what you can do. Kind of like prove yourself to me, Ty, right? Yeah, prove yeah. to me that you can do this, right? If you can do this, then I'm behind you. If you can't, I'm not going to even mention it, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of how it went. Yeah, yeah. I passed the test. I you hope, did. You, know? you passed the <laughs> test. I was very in the beginning, though, I gotta be honest, anyone listening, you know, it was it was going the other way a little bit because we were we were spending more and making less because we were we were starting to open up the traffic gates, if you will. And then from there we needed to then really start to trim back on the keywords that were getting clicks but not, might not be getting sales. And that's really where that management comes in, which I know how to do it, but it, it just takes it takes time. Um so Okay, so let's let's just kind of break that stuff down for uh, for the listeners, and let's kind of break down like the first step. Like right now, you're going to start a brand new, you know, a brand new, uh, I guess, uh, strategy in pay per click. What are you going to do? I got a brand new product, and I want to go ahead and let you know. Let's talk to the person who already has a product after, but let's talk about someone who has a brand new product just starting today, and they're getting ready to turn on pay per click. What's the first thing that we need to do? Yeah, step one, just create an auto campaign. You know. Uh, and, and, and that's that. <laughs> so create that auto campaign because look, I, I, you may as well let Amazon do its thing and start to figure out what it can for you. Uh, and then, and then, and then we create, you know, anywhere from, from two to three, maybe four manual campaigns. And, and it really kind of depends on how aggressive, you know, you want to be. Um, but, but in the beginning, you know, that 
a first step. It's all about for the, the, the way that I approach the, the pay-per-click strategy is it's a giant funnel and we find as many keywords as we can right there in the beginning. So we set up as many campaigns as we can find keywords for initially that seem relevant. You know, that, that they've, obviously you want, it, you want it to be pertinent, but, you know, we, we have several different pieces of software uh, that we use. You know, uh, Merchant Words, we'll, we'll do the, key, the key, Google Keyword Planner, um, uh, Azon Keyword Generator, AMZ Shark. I mean, we, we use a bunch of different pieces of software so that we can kind of get a feel and just download as many lists for keywords as we can. Uh, and, and making sure that they're relevant, right? So, so you know, I'd say step one is, you know, obviously create that auto campaign and, and, and figure out, you know, what are your most important kind of base keywords, right? Like what's the most, you know, the, those things that you, you the, the, the main different seed keywords that, uh, that, you know, that you think should be uh, inputted into the software, right? Because it's only as good as what you put into it. Um, so, you know, one example is like, uh, you know, we, it, it, let's say you had like a supplement that you were doing, even though, you know, we're, but it's like, you know, some supplements, you, there's, there, there, there's some that are like, you know, maybe one is a, uh, it's like a hydration product, right? right? Like it's there to help keep you hydrated. Well, you, you might put hydrate in as one of your seed keywords, but you also ought to think about what are people searching for? A lot of people that are searching for wanting to stay hydrated or something they're looking for like electrolytes you know or you know or maybe there's some minerals in there so you want to make sure that you say okay maybe I put the word hydration supplement in here or maybe I put in the word um, you know electrolytes as well right in into these pieces of software and and then see what it spits out And, and really I don't I don't spend a ton of time worrying about all the different you know, keywords that pop out initially, because the beautiful thing about pay-per-click is Amazon tells you what's going, you know, the, the customers will tell you what's relevant, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's step one, you know, to, in a nutshell is create that auto campaign and, and create, you know, we, we typically create about three manual campaigns based off of as many keywords as we're, as we're able to pull from our, from, you know, all the different pieces of software that we're using. Yeah. So once you have, you know, those initial, you know, all those initial campaigns and keywords in there, um, you know, you, you really do need to kind of set your, your goals, you know, like what is it that you, that you want to achieve with your pay-per-click? Um, and, and so making sure that you have a budget that makes sense to you, uh, initial bids where you're comfortable, uh, you know, so I, I know Scott likes to be you know, more aggressive. He'll say, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll start off with 50 cents or a, a buck a click and other people might say, well, I just want to start off at 20 cents a click and see what happens, you know? Um, the nice thing about, about going with Scott's strategy is that, that you'll get a lot more data a lot quicker, uh, in the beginning. If you say, yeah, I'll spend a dollar for a click, you know, I'm willing to spend up to that. Uh, but the tricky part is then you're going to spend a lot in the beginning. So uh, it's kind of a, kind of a trade off there. Um, but, but really you want to kind of establish what your goals are. And, and for us, you know, with a lot of our clients, we generally try and say, look, you know, if, if they don't have a preference, we'll say, great. We're going to make sure that, that over time your pay-per-click is going to break even or make you money, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's where we kind of set our threshold. Now, some people, you know, are saying, great, I'm okay losing some money because I want to be aggressive. We have some clients that say, look, I, I want my ACOS to be below 20% or 15% or 10%. Uh, and so we can make that work for a lot of people, you know, depending on your category. But at the same time, you really limit your sales, uh, you know, by only bidding super low. 
so so establishing, you know, I guess that's kind of within that step one, but establishing what your goals. You know? Yeah, and I think that's important, you know, to establish that goal. But again, and, and you and I have both talked off air about this, but, you know, some of your clients aren't really even familiar with how the whole Amazon platform works, right? Like how you can, uh, you know, rank better for the keywords when you generate more sales through that keyword. So it makes sense to even, you know, make less money or even break even so you can rank organically. And it's, it's like you said, sometimes it's hard to, to, uh, to explain that to, to some, you know, green sellers out there, you know, people that are less experienced and that understand how the platform works. But with people that do know, like a lot of our listeners here, you know, understand it. And that actually gives you a little bit more room to play. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that, that, you know, it's an education, right? We're trying to teach people, this is what I would do. But at the end of the day, you know, it's up to the client, whatever they want, you know, we'll, we'll try and meet their needs. But, um, it's so much better. I I like that approach, you know, be, be willing, you know, after the, after establishing your goals, the next step is to wait, uh, you know, four days at least, you know, and, and just don't, don't freak out. Don't touch anything. Uh, wait to get some data and, and, and also being aware that Amazon is very much behind in the way that they report their data. So I even say, you know what, wait a week uh, yeah, and, yeah. and, and wait until you, you can look at your, your previous week's pay-per-click before you start doing anything. Um, and, and that gives you, you know, that's kind of a, a key thing is, uh, to, to always give yourself enough time to look back and look at the data. So, you know, once you've done that, those kind of initial setup phases, you've waited, you've waited a week, uh, then it's time to jump in to your campaigns and, and see what's happening. And, and so the way that I like to, to view campaigns, I, I, I jump in there and I, I'll sort it. You can kind of click the top column, you know, once you're in a campaign, you're looking at your keywords. Uh, you can click the column that says spend. You can click it twice and then it'll filter it, you know, yep. by what you spent the most on. And then I also click on, you know, once I'm, I've done looking at that, I'll look at the sales as well and I'll double click on that one. So w- first I'll double click on the spend and then I'll, it, it'll sort it, right? It'll say what I'm spending the most on. Uh, and that's, that's good to look at, right? You can kind of look and see, okay, that, because that, that's where a lot of your data is going to lie it is it kind of filters all your data into the top, yes. um, by doing that. So it, you, you look at it and, and literally on every single keyword, I'm adjusting the bid to try and meet my goals. And, and, and really that's, I mean, that's the process ongoing, Um, And don't, don't you find too, I mean, I was, again, I, and I still go in there and play around, even though you're managing it now, I, I still go in there and I, I look around and I kind of see how things are going and I'll look at my ACOS and all that stuff. Um, but I do try not to touch too much because I don't want to interfere in a sense. Um, but, um, you know, like at that stage when you're kind of looking at the data, you know, you'll probably find if you put in even 500 keywords, you might only find out of that whole campaign that there's really four or five that are even doing anything. Correct. Absolutely. Yep. And and so don't freak out. You know, even if you have a thousand keywords, it's like usually the only ones that are relevant are on that first page that you can view. You exactly. know, maybe twenty or thirty, and yeah. and that's okay. You know, like it. Who cares? You you're you're that's all. That's what you're doing. You're mining, right? You're you're trying to mine out the right data and, and the right keywords. So, you know, looking at those and, and then going in on on a kind of a, a keyword by keyword basis and seeing what's happening with with your sales overall. And, 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 you know, initially I really would only make a a few 
big, you know, make a few big adjustments because even a week isn't a ton of data. No. Um, and, and really, when you look at it, you know, once you've been doing it for a while, you can you want to look at your last month's data and see what happened there because you know what sometimes like maybe you maybe certain keywords just they, they don't get clicked a ton maybe there's not a ton of search volume for that keyword but over the course of three weeks maybe you get enough impressions you get enough clicks that you start to make some sales right but in that first week maybe it's just not enough but you you don't want to just shut something off prematurely uh, because there might be some sales around the corner um, so so generally what I what I like to look at it and say is you know you need to have enough clicks to, to even make to even make a good enough decision, right? So at a bare minimum, you know, I would say think about what you want your listing to convert at as far as you know your conversion rate goes. Look, if your listing is generally converting at ten percent, well then you you want to make sure that you you at least give those keywords ten clicks. You know, give it ten clicks, give it a shot, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and even twenty because five percent is not a horrible conversion rate. I mean, it's it's not the best, but it's but it's still. There's sales there to be had. Yeah, yeah. Um, so initially, you want to make sure looking at you know give it enough clicks before you do any big changes, um, and then and then it's all about just looking at that, looking at how much you spent, and looking at your bid and increasing or decreasing your bid based on what where you want your your a cost to be, right? What you where you want your percentage of the sale to be. Um, well, so I, it's kind I, of just. A long process, right? Yeah, Each time. it is. And I mean, so I guess the one question that a lot of people ask me is, okay, when is it time to pause a campaign or pause a keyword or to archive a keyword and stop throwing money at it? Like, what is, is there a magic number? Is there just a gut feel? Like, like what is a number? Like, what is a good number? Do you have a certain number that you guys go by or is it per client basis or like, what is that number? Yeah. So again, back to your goals, right? Um, so there's a there's a couple things you want to look at. One is, uh, you know, just the 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 dollar amount that you've spent. You know, so clicks is one thing, but the dollar amount, you know, maybe you're just not comfortable. You're saying, well, well, shoot, you know, I've 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 spent ten dollars, even though maybe there's only ten clicks, right? I've spent ten dollars because each one was a dollar a click, uh, and I haven't had any sales, and my items only my item only costs maybe. Fifteen dollars or something, right? And so, if you think about all of your FBA fees and everything, you know, you're you're kind of past the point of profitability, probably, right? Um, but 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 also, you want to look at just the sheer number of clicks and say, well, gosh, I think conversion rates are pretty important to Amazon. So if if they're not clicking after a certain point, even if my even if it's not costing me a ton of money, you know, if if, if there's been forty clicks and no sales. Yeah, that's pretty bad, you know, like a pretty low conversion rate. And and it means that, you know, if 40 people showed up at your listing based on this ad and they didn't buy your product, it's probably not the right keyword. You know, it's not the it's not what they're looking for. And, and Amazon's probably going to start taking note of that. So as far as like an actual number, you know, I it, it, it does. It's hard to like pin it down. But for me, you know, I, I like to say. Look, in the beginning, I'll give something up to twenty clicks or a little bit more, um, and 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 if if the if the term seems like it's really relevant, maybe I'll be a little more lenient, right? And say, well, you know, I'll I'll, I'll maybe give it uh, twenty to thirty clicks. But if the term, you know, if you're looking at it and you're like, okay, yeah, that the search the keyword that's in there, it seems like mildly relevant, or maybe it's just doesn't seem relevant at all when you're looking at it. Um, and you have 20 clicks, 
and there's no sales, then at that point I pause it. Yeah, and, so. and there could be at that point too, like let's just use garlic press, right? So if we have garlic press and we're getting clicks from garlic press, but but you're not getting the sale, we might have a conversion problem now. Now we've got either images that are bad, we've got reviews that might not be enough, or maybe we have a bad review. Um, so then that's things that could be um, something that you know, we would need to be alerted of and said, you know, there's an issue with your, with your listing because this keyword should be converting because it's the exact thing or very, very relevant and it's not. So we have an issue there. there the messaging isn't right or something. Correct? Correct. And, and, and yeah, that's a huge point to bring up is that pay-per-click gives you some real data. You know, you know, perhaps some of the only actual real, real data you get from Amazon, right, is is this, this pay-per-click data. Uh, because you may not, you know, using Jungle Scout or something, you, you get like the a really close ballpark figure for what, what sales are like or what the category is like. But pay-per-click, man, that's that's the real stuff. Like that's actual impressions, uh, people clicking on your listing. One thing that we have found with some of our clients where they've, they've overpriced their item like significantly. Um, and the pay-per-click tells you that, you know, yeah. uh, because, because we have, you know, let's say, let's say you're just selling, uh, you know, some, like you said, like the garlic press and, and it's that exact keyword that we're trying to target. And we're, we're actually having a discussion with a, a client today about this is, is, uh, you know, we're, we're, we've got all these keywords that are, that are really exactly what people are looking for. They're getting lots of clicks and impressions. Um, but they're not converting at all because the item is, overpriced, you know, like yeah. really overpriced. Yeah. Uh, and so that your pricing can play a huge factor sure. in your pay-per-click. Sure. Yeah, no, that's, that's a huge point. Yeah. But I, again, I, and I wanted to kind of go back to, I mean, you kind of know the relevancy, but if you have something that's kind of close, but it's not getting it well, um, then we might need to, uh, you know, to, to kill that keyword. Um, now, okay. So that's like step one, step two. Now let's move into like step three to me would kind of be like, now we've kind of gotten some data. When do we start? Is step three kind of where we would then take some keywords out and start creating some different campaigns from the good, uh, you know, keywords? Or do you just leave them in the same campaign and just keep throwing more money at them? Or do you go to a phrase map? Like what, what comes next? Yeah. So, you know, I know a lot of people like to like to kind of bundle all their really good keywords into one campaign and, and run that one. Uh, you know, we, we actually just leave them all in the same campaign and, and make sure that the budget is fine uh, because, you, you know, again, you're you're adjusting your bids at a keyword level anyway. So it's up to you on how you want it organized. But but yeah, the, the, the next step really is, is just to keep digging in. Um, you know, we talked about pausing, pausing keywords. But one thing that you can do you know, let's say you want to you, you, you think, well, I want to give this keyword a shot. It seems like it seems like it should be converting. And, and, and maybe there's maybe I'll make some adjustments to the listing. You know, you can just start decreasing that bid. And we've seen some success with that. Right. Where, you know, maybe maybe we just decrease the bid a little bit and and it's getting it's getting more clicks. But then you do get some sales in the long run and you're making some money. Um, and so you don't necessarily have to just immediately kill a keyword, but you could, you could decrease a bid down, you know, to where you're saying, yeah, you know what, I, 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 I won't be super competitive on this one, but if I, if I get a few clicks and sales off of it, um, that's great, you know, maybe in the long run. Um, but then yeah, step three, you know, after all that, you know, you, we've been doing, let's say we've been doing this for a little while. Um, you can start to move, uh, you know, those very specific, uh, keywords into the phrase match or into the, the exact match, you know, because those ones, if you think, okay, that's exactly what people are looking for, um, you know, that's a really huge part to to try and say, okay, I'll, I'm going to set this one aside and really push on the pay-per-click and on the bids 
Uh, I'll, I'll maybe I'll increase my bid because I know this exact keyword. If I move it to an exact match uh, uh, search term, then it, you know that one converts really well. And I can you could you could even set your own campaign up that way to to focus on it. Okay. Okay. Now, are you taking that keyword and pausing it, and then pulling it out and bringing it into another campaign, and then, uh, or are you doing like a negative keyword in? I mean, what? Do you, how are you doing that? Yeah. So, I mean, the interesting thing is, I I do kind of like the idea of still having a broad one, uh, because uh, you know, as we talked, to you, you know, I think you had a, a good discussion. Who I think it was with Chris Schaefer, maybe, um, but just talking about that that broad match because the broad match. You know, maybe it comes up with some other stuff, right? It, yeah. It's it's something that, and and maybe you don't exactly know. So I don't like to necessarily pause the broad one, but then you know I'll experiment with just trying the exact in another campaign. Okay. Uh, and then see what happens there. And and you know what? Like it's interesting. Sometimes it's it's uh, sometimes looking at it, it's it's been it, it the the ACOS has been better. Sometimes it's 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 been uh, you know maybe not exactly quite as good as the as the broad match was for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um. But but that's the beauty about pay per click, right? It's I don't pretend like like there's an exact thing all the time, an exact science. All we do is we keep looking at the data and we keep testing, okay. and and I guess that's kind of like step forever. Yeah. You know? Well, you know what though, I I love it because you know this can become very very complicated. Okay, it can it can become very very complicated, and um, you know I know you know especially uh, people that love spreadsheets, you know, can get really deep into this stuff. That's just not my forte. I don't like that. <laughs> All right. I mean, I like spreadsheets, but I like them yeah. simple, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, I like it that it's it's a very, very step-by-step approach and it's very easy to uh, monitor and to, uh, you know, to, to keep your eye on. Uh, but as you grow your campaigns, then it can become more, even if you're on a, on a simple level, can then still become overwhelming to some. Um, and I do believe that it can be outsourced, um, and it's not something that you have to do on a regular basis. You could be, you know, working on finding other products, right? I mean, that's really, if that's what you love doing, which I do, um, I love to find that next thing that I can add to the product line and not necessarily this. I do love pay-per-click because I love the power of it, right? And, you know, I do love looking at the numbers and looking at the data of what people are actually searching for, and I love to see that stuff. Um, but I love it that it's broken down in really there's just three phases in a sense uh and it's really like discovery and then it's like from there you're like tweaking and trimming and then from there you're just then even you know further in in like you said phase three is more of then more refining and then even bringing keywords out of a certain campaign and bring them into more of a specific phrase match or or a, a um you know exact match and i love that because it's simple and it's easy um, to follow, and it's you can get really, really good results with that. Now, you know, with that being said, let me go back to phase one real quick because we talked about the auto campaign. Now, you look at the auto campaign, and you're really setting that thing up to kind of get a discovery of the market and kind of like what people are searching for because you're pulling that report. Are you doing anything after that week or two or three to pull out the data from the auto and then bringing that into another campaign, or are you just keeping that auto campaign just running on auto. Yeah, you know, I like to look at, at what that data is. And and then more often than not, you know, you can kind of look at some of your other campaigns and say, oh, yeah, you know what I have? I, I do have some of those keywords in my manuals. Um, but I, 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 I will pull some of those out. But I, I like to keep the auto one running, you know, because you never know. Maybe, you know, Amazon's, 
it's an auto campaign, right? Like maybe there's just, there could be things going on there that, that, uh, you know, they're little black boxes and telling us, right. But, but, uh, I, I always tend to keep the auto campaigns running as long as they're making sense, you know, yeah, and yeah. profitable. Yep. Um, but if they're not, you know, if your auto campaign gets out of control, then, then I just say, okay, you know what? Like I, I like downloading that search term report. Anyway, we look at that data in the beginning. Um, and, and, and then you can say, okay, well, let's just splice out, make sure I've got these other three key keywords. I'll throw it into my manual. Uh, and then and then shut up my auto campaign. But, you know, I kind of just like to keep that auto campaign running as long as it's, you know, at an ACOS of 40 percent or less or something. Right. Yeah. Just because you never know if Amazon's doing some more stuff there. Yeah. Uh, and and so I like I, you know, I just like to keep it going. Uh, but it, it's so interesting because the whole pay per click platform, I mean, we talked about exact match and phrase match briefly. I mean, that didn't exist. Like when, no. when did that come out? That was like a few months ago, just a few months uh, ago. And then they just came out with another thing called like bid plus that you can turn on. Yeah, I've seen that. And 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 so we're starting to test that out. And and who knows, you know, it, it just seems really interesting um, just to see if that does anything or if that makes an impact. But that there, I think that that, that their pay per click platform. I mean, it still has a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of things that will change in the next few months or year. Uh, I think we're going to see some new things coming out. Um, and so it's just there. There, it's just going to get. There's going to be more tools available, but it also does kind of add a little bit of complexity to it. Sure. Uh, but it, but at its core, it really is you know just taking the time to look look into each one of your campaigns, look into each one of the keywords that you have, and and the ones that are that are doing well. I keep I keep increasing those bids, you know, and and push that traffic. And the ones that aren't doing well, I start dec- decreasing bids or pausing, uh, just pausing and killing it right then. Uh, because you know the the long term effects of pay per click, like like you say, I think I think pay per clicks is quite possibly the best long term you know way that you can that you can stay relevant and and be you know really productive and and increase your sales on Amazon is is through pay per click. I mean it's it's the one thing that you you know that Amazon likes, so it's not going to go away. No. Uh, and it's something that is not only does it drive direct sales, but it also helps helps you to rank, right? So Yeah, yeah, it's the keywords, right? I mean, they're they're you're getting sales from the keywords, so that's going to help you rank. Um, okay, so let's just recap real quick here. So fa- we're going to have three phases is what we're going to call these. So three phases is really the discovery phase, and that's kind of setting up those three or four campaigns, one starting with an auto campaign, and then from there setting up some manual campaigns. Um, you could even do a suggested keyword campaign as part of that discovery. Um, I've talked about this um, in, in past episodes. Um, I did uh, one way back, uh, which was uh, theamazingseller.com forward slash PPC, um, and I'll leave all these different links to these other shows. I had Chris Schaefer on. Uh, I believe that was one one nine. You know, so we've um, you know we've had some discussions on this, um, but I wanted to really have you on to be able to kind of break it down on what you're doing for your own clients, and then now what you've done for me and you and I've kind of talked back and forth as far as like what we could possibly offer other people with the services that you already have in place and the team that you already have in place. And uh, so let's just uh, I guess let's tell people. A little bit about uh, you know your 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 service here that is going to be for very limited amount of people. I think right now you said what we're going to do like a little beta group of what 20, 20 people. 
20. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what we're going to try and start off with so that we can make sure we're handling it all. Yeah. Well, because it's, it's a service, right? It's a service and you're going to have uh, people on your team that are managing these different campaigns. So, uh, you know, if anyone is interested in uh, checking out this service that Ty and I have kind of put together, um, and I say that I've kind of put it together with them while I was kind of like part of thinking about what we could do to help my business and his business and kind of automate that process in a sense um, to where we could have other people doing it rather than just hiring a VA to do it. Um, and then from there coming together, testing it out on mine. And then before I thought it was something that we could do and make sure that he could, you know, come back with the reporting and stuff. I mean, you have these beautiful reports that I get emailed once a week to tell me what it was last week, what it is this week. And kind of like, it gives me a really a good bird's eye view of what's happening um, on a week to week basis, which is really fun. Um, so if anyone is interested in checking that out, I'm going to have the links inside the show notes as well. So this episode, like we said, was episode 164. Um, so that one is going to be 164. So the amazing seller.com forward slash 164. But if you want to go directly to this page that Ty has set up, and it's again, it's only for uh, 20 beta testers right now to make sure that this service is going to be able to. Uh, number one, if it's going to be uh, be able to be provided by uh, his team, because like I said, it is a service-based business. Um, so you can check that out by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash manage. Again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash manage. And uh, yeah, you can go check that out. You can uh, basically just fill out that short little form. There's a little form there with your name uh, and then your uh, you know your email address, your phone number, so you guys can kind of talk and then figure out if it's the right fit for you. But So why don't you just take a minute, Ty, and tell everyone real quick as far as what the service is as of right now, like what you'll do for a business uh, you know, it, with this beta package. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we'll, you know, we're, we're still trying to figure out as far as, you know, how many campaigns or whatever, but it will, we'll do a completely, you know, we'll create three to four campaigns. Um, and we'll, we'll manage if you have, if you have some current campaigns already, you know, we'll manage about three to four of those as well. Um, and, and we can kind of talk and sort out details. We'll make it work. Um, but really what we'll do is we'll take over your account. Um, we'll, We'll review and start working on all of your current campaigns, and we'll create a couple of our own campaigns with keywords that we do research on initially. And then every week, you know, we're we we have I have you know a PPC appointed expert and team that uh, that are, will be working on your campaigns and that I review with them. So every week we're making adjustments uh, and making those tweaks and and following those phases. And then at the end of uh, at the beginning of the next week, uh, usually on a Tuesday. Uh, we'll send out a report to you, and that that report will will show you, you know, kind of exactly um, what's happening on each one of your campaigns. And uh, yeah, we're pretty proud of it. It looks really nice. It's really pretty. Uh, and and then uh, and and it also kind of it helps you to say look and say, okay, here's here's all the breakdown of how all of my campaigns are performing. Here's what I did this last week overall. If I were to combine them all, here's what my a cost would be here's what my spend and what my sales uh, was, and then and then it'll show you here's what my week was the previous week before that. So t- two weeks ago, here's what it looked like, and here's what it was last month overall. So you can kind of get a really good feel for how things are trending, um, and it helps us to stay accountable and helps you to stay informed. So yeah, no, I, I love it, and like I said, I mean I've been using it now for just about I think eight weeks now. If I go back that far, um, 
you know, at least six to seven weeks, but I think we're, we're pushing eight weeks now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a great experience for me. Like I said, I've, it's been pretty much hands off. Uh, in, uh, and again, mine was a little bit different because in the beginning it was a little more complex and there was a lot more campaigns and stuff that you guys were kind of doing an audit on in a sense. And, uh, and that was really helpful. So, uh, so yeah, so if anyone's interested, definitely head over and check out this new service that Ty is going to be offering. Again, it's only, only going to be, uh, you know, available for 20 beta testers. Once that goes through and, you know, he gets kind of caught up and the team gets caught up and those accounts are being managed, then from there, he'll go ahead and open it up, uh, you know, on a smaller basis as well, because there's only so many that you can do this for. But if you're interested, definitely head over and check that out, theamazingseller.com forward slash manage. And then from there, you'll get information about that. And if he is all filled and he doesn't have any more spots, you can definitely sign up for that email uh, list right there because that email list will notify you when any spots open up as well. So uh, is there any anything else you want to add here, Ty, to uh, to what we just discussed? No, I mean, just that, that uh, you know, we're really excited. This is, the pay-per-click is one of our, our favorite things to, to work on for our clients. You know, we, we, we deal with a lot of, uh, as an agency, you know, we deal with a lot of uh, you know, helping people to ship their product into FBA and a lot of educating and, and, and you know, maybe all these little things and, and getting them ready to go. Uh, but we love pay-per-click because we got to just jump right in, right, and, and go to work. And it's so fast and so easy to start to, for us, for our team to really jump in and immediately start working that, that uh, we love it. So we're excited. I mean, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, there's some interest there and, and we definitely have the capacity right now to do those first 20 people. Um, and then, and then, you know, as we as we make sure that we're managing that process really well and that and that all the reporting is being taken care of, uh, then we'll we'll open it up a little bit later on. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm really excited about this. And again, it's something that and, and, and I mean, I think everyone on here knows that's listening that, you know, it, it does take a lot for me to get behind. Uh, a company or and uh, and you know like people like you and that's really only way that I'll I'll ever do any type of business or even uh, joint ventures with other people. So uh, and this is one of them. Ty, I mean you've been great, uh, just a great person all the way around, just from day one from when we first had our our first conversation about this business and stuff, and then our very first episode all the way back episode thirty three was fun to hear your story and kind of how you got to uh, selling on Amazon and then from there going into private labeling and now having this agent. It's just an awesome story, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate you sharing all of your knowledge with us. And hey, I appreciate you being a friend. I appreciate it. No, thank you. And and it you know it, it is it's it's great. It's really fun to work with you too, Scott. I mean, this, uh, those of you that uh, that don't know, I mean, Scott really is like that. You know, he 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 only he only uh, he's very authentic, and so uh, I know we've had lots of chats where I don't know how many people approach you, man, uh, about trying to do stuff and. And it's it's just a lot of fun because we're we're both just trying to uh, see what we can do to meet the needs of of Amazon sellers, and so uh, you know we're really really excited about this new service and see what we can do. So thanks for having me. Yeah, and I think I should also say that I mean. I'm using that service and you're using that service and, and even, 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 uh, jungle flippers, right? You're using that service right now to list one of your businesses and, uh, and, and attract some sellers. So it's like, you know, these are things that we want. So why not? It's almost like Greg Mercer with creating jungle scout. It's something that he wanted. So he created it. And then before he even offered it, he wanted to make sure that it was working for him. And it's kind of the same way that I look at it. And you are right. I probably could open my inbox right now and have two other, uh, messages in there 
since the last time I looked of people pitching me something on a new software that's going to do this, that, or the other thing. And I'm just not interested in that. I need the basics, right? So Amazon pay-per-click, it can be very complicated and very time-consuming, and that's why I know that there's a need for this including myself. And uh, again, I'm always looking at ways to make it easier for me to run my own business. And I know you are as well, Ty. So so once again, Ty, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. And we are going to have to get together soon because I know you said you can't attend the Denver event that I'm going to be at. I'm going to be speaking at that event and I'm going to be having my own event, which I'm bummed about because I did invite you. And um, you're going to be where? In Italy? Italy, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Life only sucks, dates huh? that I actually had, you know, <laughs> it, it, this whole year, the only dates I had scheduled out, you know, uh, this Italy trip, and and that's right when you invited me, I was so bummed. But yeah, we'll make something happen, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. This, is, this can't go on much longer, you know. No, I know. <laughs> we got We got to actually sit down and have that uh, have that drink together. I I look forward to it. Well, hey man. Congratulations on on everything as well with your business, your Amazon business, with your agency, and uh, I just I really really appreciate you taking time to spend with us and also share uh, a lot of your insights. I really do appreciate it. So have an awesome day, man. Will do. Thank you, Scott. Okay, so there you have it. Another great discussion about Amazon pay per click with someone like Ty. That's actually working with multiple businesses. So this way here, he has a really good idea of what's working and what's not and really how to systematize it to make it easier to manage. And uh, that's why I reached out to him. I said, you know what? You've got an agency already in place. You've got team members. Why aren't you just offering a service for people to, you know, to, or to run their pay-per-click? And that's why I was like, I'll be your first customer, which I am. And I'm totally happy. So I just love being able to talk to him about that. Whether you would use a service or not, you can learn from just listening to that episode again or just going over to the show notes. Go over to the show notes to this episode, 164 that is. So theamazingseller.com forward slash 164. We've got the show notes, we've got transcripts, and we've now got a cheat sheet that will go along with this that you can download as well. Now, if you want to reach out directly to Ty and you want to have him work on your Amazon pay-per-click or just discuss if your business is ready for this, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash manage and that'll take you right to that page again that's the amazing seller.com forward slash manage all right and he is just an awesome guy and he's just really really transparent as far as yes I can help you no I can't help you your business isn't ready yet or whatever he'll be totally 100% honest and that's what I love about Ty so definitely reach out to him if you're interested at all okay guys that is pretty much going to wrap up this episode which I think was epic we we went over a ton of stuff and I always get pumped up about Amazon pay-per-click because it's to me it's it's a huge opportunity that a lot of people aren't taking full advantage of and you really do need to so definitely go back listen to this again download the show notes all that stuff Get yourself familiarized with what it takes to be successful using Amazon pay-per-click. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me. Say it loud and say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here in the next episode.